Most Christians are familiar with the imagery and implications of the Heavenly Father, God, getting a bride for His Son, the Lord Jesus. But what of the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that God is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. And yet, the Holy Spirit is symbolized throughout Scripture in many ways. In this study, Seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures, we will discover pictures of the invisible God. Let's join Evangelist Scott Pauley now and get better acquainted with the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Do you believe that? I certainly do. It's the Word of God. People ask, especially in our culture today, uh, about uh, the use of intoxicating beverages, and I want to go on record as saying that I am against alcohol as a beverage, and that I believe serious Christians should not be under the control of anything but their God. And so uh, any substance that corrupts, any substance that controls is something that spirit-filled believers ought to say, I want no part of that. And yet it's fascinating to me that when you come to the Holy Spirit, one of the symbols of the Spirit is wine. Why would that be? Well, in Scripture, we understand that wine always pictures a a substance uh, that fills, that controls, uh, that changes and transforms. And so, there is a beautiful contrast between uh, the, the wine of this world and the wine of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one is earthly, the other is heavenly. One is temporary, the other one is lasting. One is physical, the other is spiritual. One is negative, the other is positive. Uh, but there are also some comparisons between the two. In other words, here is one of the divine pictures, one of the symbols that God gives us to aid in our understanding of the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Uh, Let's look at two scriptures today. The first uh, being the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter number 2. We've been here uh, several times recently in this study because in Acts chapter number 2, the Holy Spirit is seen as wind. The Holy Spirit is seen as fire. Uh, Now the Holy Spirit is seen as wine. Listen to Acts chapter number 2 when uh, these people are speaking in languages they had not previously known. By the way, they were knowable languages. They were actual languages, not some uh, gibberish, not some nonsensical thing. Uh, They were languages so that every person present could hear the gospel in their language. That was the whole purpose. Uh, the, The tongues that were given on the day of Pentecost weren't given for entertainment value or enjoyment. Uh, They were given for the clear, concise communication of the message of Jesus. And so they're listening, verse number 11, to people speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And listen to their response in verse 12. They were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. They immediately thought, These people must be intoxicated with some beverage. They must have, they must have consumed some substance that is controlling them. Oh, they were being controlled all right, and uh, they were consumed with something, but it, it was the Holy Spirit of God. I wonder, when was the last time somebody thought that we were under the control of another, that we were intoxicated with God? I love Peter's response. He quotes from Joel 2, 
Verse number 14, But Peter, standing up at the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prosper. Prophesy. He said, this is that. What's happening on the day of Pentecost is what Joel said in Joel 2 was going to happen. The Holy Spirit of God has come, and these people are now ministering under the influence of another. Now, with that context, let's read again this famous verse, Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. You see, the reality is the wine of this world that people drink uh, always runs to excess. It always, there's too much. Uh, it, it changes men, and not for the better. But friend, I want you to know the transforming work of the Holy Spirit. When a man is filled with the Holy Ghost of God, there's no excess in that. There's no nonsense in that. In fact, it brings perfect order. What does it mean uh, that the Holy Spirit of God is uh, the Lord's wine, if you will. Well, let me give you two or three principles here. First of all, uh, the Holy Spirit of God brings divine control. Uh, people drink uh, wine, alcohol. They come under the control of another. Pretty soon they lose control. They lose all control. Uh, but when you come under the control of the Holy Spirit, uh, you come under the control of one that is higher and greater and holier and instead of leading to less control, it leads to true self-control, true temperance. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit uh, because now you are controlled by the Holy Spirit of God. So it brings divine control. Secondly, it brings divine joy. See, that was one of the great marks in Acts chapter number 2. These people were exhibiting and exuding the joy of the Lord, and these people thought, well, the only thing that could bring that uh, must be some wine. They've found some, some escape, some release. Oh, no, my friend. The joy that the Holy Spirit gives is a joy the world cannot give you and the world cannot take it away. There's no substitute for it and no shortcut to it. Uh, nothing can take the place of the work of the Holy Spirit because it is divine joy. In fact, in Ephesians chapter number 5, uh, when the Bible says we're to be filled with the Spirit, immediately, the next verse says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. One of the marks that a person is really under the control of the Holy Spirit is that joy wells up in them. They have a song in their heart. Uh, they have thanksgiving on their lips. They have praise uh, on their life because they're just consumed with the goodness of God and who the Lord is. You can't work that up, friends. The Lord has to put that in. So uh, the, the wine of the Holy Ghost of God brings divine control, brings divine joy, and then brings divine enabling. Coming full circle back to where we started in Acts chapter number 2, uh, these people were speaking in languages they did not know, but God knew them because God's the source of all languages, remember. 
And so the Lord gave them this enabling, and they were speaking with power and authority and conviction the gospel. They were speaking with clarity about the person and work of Jesus Christ so that everybody there could hear the gospel, and many were being saved on that day, not just through Peter's sermon, but through the people's witness. I want you to know that divine enabling only comes through the work of the Holy Spirit. When you yield yourself to the control of the Holy Ghost of God, uh, He brings divine control, divine joy, and divine enabling. Uh, Would you like today to, instead of having to control things or be under the control of some person or some substance, wouldn't you like to be controlled by the perfect God? Well, then yield to the Holy Spirit. Would you like to know divine joy today, thanksgiving and praise? Then yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Would you like that power and enabling to do the work only God can do and see God produce what only God can produce? Then yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Don't let yourself be brought under the control and power of anything but God. Be intoxicated and completely yielded to Him today, and you will enjoy that wine that comes from heaven's resource. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. May the power of God's Holy Spirit reside on us as we follow the Lord with our lives. For additional resources about the Holy Spirit, visit enjoyingthejourney.org and click on the search icon. On just the subject of the Holy Spirit, you will find dozens of links to podcasts or sermons in which Scott teaches on the Holy Spirit. Also, if you would like to hear more of Scott's Bible studies and full-length sermons, be sure to visit his YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.